Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer what am I reading this week? Well, welcome to season two of the podcast. I've been doing this podcast every week for the last year and it's time to usher in a new season. Thank you for listening this long. This week I'm reading Usagi Yojimbo number 158 by Dark Horse Comics. Usagi Yojimbo is one of the classic furry characters. It's a comic book that's been published since the 80s, early 80s I believe. He first made his appearance in Albedo number 2, another classic furry series. The mastermind behind Usagi Yojimbo is Stan Sakai. The credits for this issue state, Created, written, and illustrated by Stan Sakai. Art assistance by Jennifer Kagawa. Cover colors by Tom Luth. Interestingly, in the, in the Indicia it states, Usagi Yojimbo number 158, October 2016, number 224 in a series. So this comic has been published by various companies throughout the years, most recently with Dark Horse. I've picked up an issue or two throughout the years, and it's been very enjoyable. I have issue number 100, and it's been signed by Mr. Sakai himself when I was at Comic-Con a few years ago. So I, I saw this issue on the shelf. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't looking for it specifically when I was at the shop, uh, but I picked it up because I've always had a good experience with a Yusagi Yojimbo book. This one is The Fate of the Elders, part one of one. So it's a one-shot story. The art is beautiful. It's in black and white with a variety of line weights. What's interesting is that there is no shading. There's the occasional hatching, cross-hatching, and stippling, but basically everything is solid shapes and things are delineated by their outline. I would say about 95% of the time that works really well per panel. You can easily distinguish background and foreground, beautiful Japanese vistas with the characters. When it doesn't work, it's when there are many characters in the panel. It just kind of gets a little jumbled up, a little hard to see, since there's no shadow to differentiate. But when it works, it works. So the very first panel of the issue uh, is about three quarters the size of the page and shows an amazing cloud formation sweeping across the sky with a diminutive usagi down in the field, a rock formation to the left, mountains in the distance, and many intricate blades of grass rendered. That really sets the tone for what this book is, and also this intro paragraph. Once a loyal retainer until his lord's death in battle, Miyamoto Usagi is an unemployed ronin, walking the warrior's pilgrimage in search of harmony. This is a one-shot story where Usagi is wandering the countryside. He comes upon a, uh, a son and her elderly mother as they are walking to a mountain top and they are accosted by thieves. But it's not so black and white. These thieves are hungry, they're desperate, and they want to take whatever they can. There is a sense of the contrast between the poor people of society of this feudal furry Japan, the thieves, the, the warriors, the samurai, the well-to-do, 
And we're reminded that it's not always such a clear delineation. Usagi helps out and then joins them on their quest to get to that mountain. This has always been a pretty spoiler-free podcast, so I won't spoil the story. But Usagi joins mother and son. They, they go to the mountain. And then we're reminded what uh, a thoroughly Japanese setting and culture this is, because the ending is rather sad. It's sad, perhaps, to Western sensibilities, but it's Japanese culture. What happens is just the way it is at this time. As the story ends, there are several panels showing a sunset encroaching in the background as the main characters speak. And here, Sakai expertly renders the coming darkness with horizontal strokes that build up panel per panel to make it a darker and darker scene. The final heartbreaking panel, one-third the size of the page, is a contrast between one very sad character and one very joyous character as the sunset approaches. Usage continues on his quest to find the next slice of life. The book ends with a letters column, with a couple of fans writing in, one showing off some of her own artwork, her own depiction of Usagi. The back cover features a beautiful painting by Mark Morse in a classic uh, Japanese woodblock style. It features Usagi, a fox character and a, and a frog character, sitting down having some tea. It's in color, it seems to be watercolor or perhaps Copic marker. It's a fantastical scene, but doesn't look out of place with the traditional Japanese style. So this was very enjoyable. This one-shot story, I think, worked very well and is in good contrast to the, some of the other comics that I read that are just on and on and on. Stories that go on, stories that want you to keep coming back. But there's still a quality to, to a book that can tell a story in one comic and still have you coming back, not having to rely on a cliffhanger to keep you coming back over and over. And that's a testament to this uh, creator-owned character. 224 appearances later, it's still going, it's still interesting. Sakai has honed his craft where all he needs is, a, is an ink pen and he can tell fascinating stories with realistic characters. So this week I read Usagi Yojimbo number 158 as I start season two of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. See you next week.